0: We are about to spoil the movie Chungking Express. If you haven't seen the film, plan on watching it, leave now and come back later. But if you have seen it, or you just don't care, then please, stick around.
1: So, as somebody who's seen this movie before, what is the biggest takeaway that you have from this
0: movie? (laughs) All the leaves are brown.
1: Everybody and welcome to Cinema Roulette! So, we are back in person today with that beautiful
0: quality. We're not doing the video thing again because it's annoying to edit. I liked it. I I just liked it because for some reason, editing a full uh, 720p video takes less time to render than a still fucking image. Isn't that
1: some shit? Like, I don't get it, really. <laughs> but... Yeah, and we'll only do that for movie month. That's it.
0: Yeah, or if, if we...
1: Or if we ever do another fuck no list or, like, recap or something. Or if we
0: uh, find time, like, during the summer, like, if we know, hey, this is the 200th episode, mm-hmm. we'll do it then, maybe. No promises. Yep. Anyway, we're talking about movies.
1: That we are. We kind of got sidetracked. We're talking about a specific movie, like we usually do on this podcast. Called four movies. yep so uh we this is the first one from the director's wheel
0: well us well, getting back to it we've done it I multiple times say, but and covered a bunch of Kurosawa yes. movies which should be done because we only have four of every director right cameron <laughs> right right we didn't cheat and put eight on there <laughs> R- right cameron <laughs> And We're not here to talk
1: about Kirozawa.
0: <laughs> We're here to talk about Wong Kar-Wei and his film Chung King Express.
1: Isn't is that enough silence? Yeah. That's okay, a, I was just waiting until you broke it. <laughs> so we've addressed the silence. So that segment is over with. Now it's time to get into this movie. Just as, This is a rewatch for Justin. It was my first time ever seeing it.
0: I, I've seen it twice before. Yes. Because so, college yeah.
1: <laughs> That's why I said a rewatch And specifically not the second time It's the third it's for the those third. who can count Unlike yes. Cameron that, You're also correct on that uh, <laughs> Excuse me Sorry Motherfucker <laughs> Oh we have this fucking energy yep, today Yep
0: it's time for, We're
1: starting out with that chaotic energy
0: It's because it's our first recording uh, Yeah back, back in person yes. Uh, since uh, movie month, actually. Yeah, it has been since movie month. No, we record uh, stuff after movie month because you were at my house first, then I came over there. That's it. Yep, yep, mm. yep. Anyway, this movie. I don't have much banter yeah. at the moment, so so I guess I'll get into the summary. Yes, smelly bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Should I just quickly or slowly? It can be pretty quick He
1: can probably do it Because there is a lot To talk about With this movie So
0: Uh Jarek says Every time we say that We have a very short episode Is that so? Yeah He okay. <laughs> mentioned that to me He's like Every time you guys go We have a lot to say about this It's like a 30 minute episode Really? Yeah
1: Okay Yeah I like, I'll take his word for it I'm not I don't know how we do that So It's kind of a
0: subconscious thing I guess Uh We do it by recording the episode And okay. not saying much All the round, leaves are round. And the sky I is agree. gray.
1: <laughs> We're gonna have a lot of that today, aren't we?
0: Uh, California dreaming. Yeah, it only played eight times. <laughs> anyway, so Chung King Express is actually two separate stories. For those who haven't seen the movie and decide to keep watching this episode, I still highly recommend you go watch the movie. But besides the point,
1: yes. And I mean, I get if you can't like find a copy immediately because the regular Blu-rays are out of print, and this is only available in the Wonkar Y box set.
0: Uh, it is on the Criterion streaming service. It is service. on
1: screen streaming service. Is it HBO on HBO or not? No. Just Criterion. Just Criterion. So, yeah, if you want a cheaper alternative, just subscribe to Criterion.
0: Yeah, I got the Criterion streaming service for like a month. I think it's 10 bucks. Yeah. There's a bunch of good... I think there's actually a free Oh, yeah, there's a free week or something. Thing, so... so, yeah, you can watch it there, too. Anyway, uh, this is basically two movie... Well, two short films. I guess, technically, our first anthology.
1: Is it anthology, technically? Technically speaking. I guess like the first the, the two characters in the first half are completely different from the second half yeah 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 uh, they never come back to that. you just see them in the you uh you can
0: see them sometimes in the background but that's yeah, it yeah okay i thought they were yeah okay that's interesting <laughs> so technically our first anthology i yeah. think i think so too actually don't recall any others and someone's going to yell at us and say we're wrong probably but kidding. we people have to care
1: yeah we apologize i mean we've done over 100 episodes at this point for fuck's sake like over 150 over 150 at this point so forgive us for if we've forgotten we've already done the thing where it's like oh we should review that movie oh wait we already did
0: i did i was on twitter i was like <laughs> i was thinking about uh promoting john dies at the end because i think it was back on netflix yeah or was on Amazon Prime. I was like, man, we should do an episode on that. We did. It was like episode 40-something. Yeah, it was really early on. Or was 39. Yeah. But anyway, this movie that yep. we're supposed to be talking about. So the first story involves Cop 223. He just went through a breakup. It's uh, It was on April 1st with a girl named May. And he thought originally it was a joke quickly well not quickly but realizes by the end of the month it's probably not a joke especially since no one will talk to him he's taking it uh well he's taking it fine uh,
1: he's not desperate at all <laughs> no, 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 not desperate, no, no. he's not just gonna say oh yep i'm gonna fall in love with the next person who walks through that door or, Nah, saying all these soliloquies about how he can't cry anymore because <laughs> jogging just makes you sweat so you have no more water for tears hell yeah so edgy. Uh,
0: this is the most edgy shit we've it's heard It's not. Out, far so.
1: from it. It's just I still found that funny that he
0: said that multiple times. Because we need repetition. Mm. But he he's going about trying to deal with this breakup mainly by eating pineapples. That will expire uh, May 1st because it's his birthday, it's May's name, and pineapple is her favorite food.
1: Yep. They had kind of a thing going and now that they've broken up it's, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, luckily, there's a drug smuggler who's in a blonde wig wearing sunglasses and a big raincoat. And uh, she... And, well, she was smuggling drugs, but the people who was were helping her smuggle ran off with the drugs. So that's a bit of an issue that, honestly, is not talked about much.
1: It's not, really. Like, that kind of takes a backseat, the whole drug trade thing.
0: Yeah, she has a shootout, which is shot weird. We'll get back to that. And eventually, the... Uh, the, the cop 223 runs into her in a bar and like basically trying to hit on her they both drink they both uh and go back to a hotel wasted he is up the entire night eating even though he ate 30 cans of pineapples and drank enough to be shit face.
1: Well, well he, he he ate the pineapples drank a bunch threw up what he ate drank some more and then started eating more
0: he drank until the closing of the bar and then ate until dawn.
1: No wonder your stomach's fucked, like Jesus.
0: But uh, they have a wonderful all night. The the drug trade lady wishes him a happy birthday. He remembers that as a good thing and is ready to get back out there finally and move on past his uh, his uh, breakup. I couldn't think of the fucking word. It's okay. <laughs> And uh, the drug trade lady shoots the person who is most likely going to come after her. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> yeah, that's just how
1: it ends. <laughs> she kills him and then that's it.
0: Um, Then he... And this entire time he's been going to... Uh, I think it's called Midnight Express. Which is a little side food shop that sells seemingly everything. Like literally everything. Like from pizza to... <laughs> salad fried chicken coffee, hot dogs hot dogs like and they need oranges apparently yeah so maybe smoothies or juice it's just literally everything in this little shop also i wonder if they have coke
1: gee i wonder
0: <laughs> question yeah do you think that was an intentional joke in a way oh, the because
1: dr- the drug trade the drug
0: probably tra- probably the drug trade they were uh clearly yeah. shipping coke and then for the second story, you see constant Coke advertisement.
1: Because I was wondering about the whole copyright thing, just on a brief side note, because they show Garfield and uh, uh, who are the other two characters that were hanging uh, up? Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street. You can also see a Mickey
0: Mouse in uh, the second cop's apartment.
1: Yeah, and I was wondering, I was like, did they get the rights for it? And apparently copyright law all works different then. But for the Coke one, I thought that was that too. But then you just see it everywhere yeah, and like it's... every shot there's a coke machine they're standing next to it smiling while this bright coke thing lit up i'm like hmm like they when they have a drink they clearly see the coke as they pass it to them or whatever
0: it's yeah like... uh <laughs> the second cop up in the story gets uh black coffee from there every day but it's yeah. still in a coke cup it's
1: it's very clearly like they had a hand in this it's kind of funny
0: yeah in case you're wondering about copyright law you can have uh Stuff like a stuffed Mickey Mouse in your movie, perfectly fine. You just can't say Mickey Mouse as a character exists yeah. in that movie. It, it,
1: it's fine if it's there, yeah, just in the background. But you can't drop it by name or anything or else you have
0: to pay royalties. Oh, so they can still technically sue you for that? It's really yeah. mi- Copyright law is bullshit. It is. <laughs> but anyway, we have Cop663, who uh, constantly keeps shopping at the Midnight Express. Also, the whole name of Chunking Express... Uh, the assassin lady was in the chunking mansion, which is a hotel. So since both stories cross yep. over, it's chunking express, very complex name. Yes. <gasps> I didn't actually notice until this watch. <laughs>
1: well, cause I pointed it out the first time. So. yeah, I didn't
0: realize uh, the hotel was called, uh, I thought the restaurant was just called chunking express, mm. but uh, cop six, six, three also is having relationship troubles because as a, uh, Well, he goes to the restaurant to get his girlfriend a uh, chef salad. And then the owner's like, hey, you should get her not a chef salad. Get her fish and chips. You know, give her some options. And he's like, well,
1: if she doesn't like it, buy both. Buy both. Good business. (laughs) He is a very good businessman. There's a funny line later that we'll get to. I'm a
0: businessman. But he does that and she enjoys having options. And then she finds more options with her relationship.
1: yeah the other thing is the poor dude like waits around for a week he's like oh maybe she'll come crawling back to you or whatever maybe she'll find that you're the best option and that doesn't
0: one cut and nope (laughs) yeah
1: nope it's like well it's been a week and he's like and then he tries to cheer him up just like hey you know there's plenty of options for her hey you got options too
0: (laughs) but we clearly see that this man is not one who likes change yeah he's very much a routine man likes to stick to a schedule but there's also a new girl working at the place her name is Faye. She's great. I love it. She's probably my favorite character in the movie. Oh, that's why I like the second part more. Yeah. <laughs> Faye is just bouncy and really likes the song California Dreaming. Like,
1: really likes the song California it Dream."
0: It's that in Dreams by the... Cranberries. Cranberries. <laughs> which uh, she actually does a cover of. Because mm-hmm. she's a pop, uh, the actress playing Faye is also a pop star. Yeah. So that's rad as fuck. That's neat. Fun fact. Did you know? <laughs> but, uh... The cops, at, I'm just going to call him 663, 663's uh, ex goes to the restaurant because knowing that he goes there constantly to eat to deliver basically the apartment keys and notes saying, hey, sorry, no hard feelings, but yeah, the, here's your keys back. And he, but he wasn't there. So she gives it to Ufe and the uh, owner of the express and everyone reads the fucking note because they're nosy <laughs> bitches.
1: Literally everyone. Like, they open it with a Steam thing. They're like, hey, sure, you give it to her or whatever. But then they, like, just pass it around. Like, you see him reading it. The chef's reading it. Like, just everybody's <laughs> fucking reading it. I'm like, what a bunch of assholes.
0: Faye tries to give it to 663. But he he's like, oh, I'll get it next time. And then uh, gets sick and changes where he patrols. So he never had. Saying he was injured by attack because that's what. Holds up the the letter it's very clever and the movie doesn't harshly point it out so you get it yeah
1: like there isn't like an american movie where we like a dramatic zoom in show the tack or whatever like except it does
0: yeah (laughs) not
1: not horribly
0: though it still doesn't blatantly it's like hurt by a tack and then it shows it shows it but like
1: yeah it's it's not like you know cringe i guess it's it's shot in a tasteful way <laughs> I mean, it's still shot tastefully but i still find it it like, is funny
0: <laughs> audience you get it audience, audience. Hey, see
1: hey hey audience <laughs> huh huh good fun right
0: <laughs> but with the due to having access to the key Faye decides to change out his apartment like basically fix everything up as he's trying to recover from his ex I'm a very observant man.
1: He notices none of this. (laughs) He notices nothing. (laughs) She changes the fucking stuffed animal from a bear to what was it? Garfield. To Garfield. He doesn't know. He's like, wow, you look nicer today. Oh, you have these...
0: (laughs) You're so dirty now, though. You have these black stripes.
1: (laughs) How did you... You know what? I'm just going to drop that subject. Moving on. Moving
0: on. (laughs) Moving right along.
1: Yeah.
0: Um eventually he does actually catch her in the act and and basically asks hey you want to go on a date she says sure we'll meet at the uh restaurant california she took this a bit too literally
1: i I actually also just tracking back just slightly i find that scene really funny where he finds out because she's holding a bag of fish she bought she's like i'm here to uh, buy fish you're buying fish wait are you selling them what do you mean
0: like what <laughs> no that's the first time where he almost gets it when she's in the Ho- uh, in the apartment, though. Oh, when... right, right,
1: right, 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 right,
0: right. <laughs> what are you doing here?
1: I live here. <laughs> <laughs> then she runs. Yeah.
0: But she flew off to California, and he is just kind of left there. Yep. But then we jump to a year later. She flies back, and he actually has bought the Express. Yep. As the businessman moved to a karaoke bar.
1: Hell of a salesman, right? First he bought me, sold me fish and chips, and then he sold me the whole place.
0: <laughs> I <love that> line. <laughs> and the two kind of tease each other that that. Uh, well, he teases at Faye that he'll follow her anywhere, type deal. And the movie ends. It yeah. was originally supposed to be uh, actually more conclusive of them flying off together, ah. but uh, Wong Kar Wai couldn't decide where he wanted to shoot in the airport. That's it. That's the only reason. Uh, that's one of the reasons, at least. Okay, just you couldn't decide where to shoot it. Yeah, you just couldn't decide where in the airport would be nicest. Huh. Just the
1: There is, I, I think it's an Oscar Wilde quote where it's like, there's a reason the term has never been coined as pretty as an airport. <laughs> 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 Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yes, yeah, that Chung is King. Chun King Express. Um,. I think the first thing we should definitely point out is the directors a very frenetic style
0: of cinematography I love his style so actually there were two cinematographers on this movie really yeah a different one for each half I didn't know that I did hmm. because I read it yeah before this episode
1: yeah he watched it twice both for college right
0: yep which uh,
1: classes were it for
0: um I forget honestly but yeah I think one was a script writing class and the other was just like intro to film type nice. deals anyway um how to fuck yes the style though just uh, like it's really weird a lot of the uh, action quote unquote action scenes are shot in this frame uh I don't know what you'd call it it's
1: a really low frame rate basically yeah. you take the frame rate and you crank it way down to like 18 frames a second and it creates almost this blurry motion because I've actually I actually did that while fucking around with our cameras in college I just lowered the frame rate way 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 down it was just but it's really weird. It's almost like this blurry motion, but you can still see what's going on. It's not like frames are cut
0: out. It's just that like the exposure's longer so yeah they hold on each shot enough for you not to get lost in the chaos yeah
1: like there is a he, he does that on purpose I'm sure just to make it fast and disorienting mm-hmm. but it, it, he he does it well enough there is reason behind it it's not just shaky for the sake of being shaky he actually a clear very clearly looked at the cinematography and said okay we're gonna move it like this to get this effect and yeah. it's really cool honestly like all he said all the action scenes fallen angels look like that too right? yes yeah so that's really interesting like and at first I was like this is weird I don't know if i'm gonna like it but i was like you know what it's
0: fine yeah like it catches you off guard first because you're like is the movie fucking broken yeah because it does that right at the intro too Mm -hmm. but right after that it's like i don't hate this for some reason yeah i was kind of sitting
1: there like i feel like i should not like this but it's fine (laughs) it works really well it also feels really brutal it does yeah it just makes it just kind of adds to it really doesn't it so yeah unlike michael bay where you just go shake the camera around a bunch but
0: yeah random tirade i tried to watch underground six mm-hmm. and the camera was so shaky i gave up 10 minutes in i was like i can't fucking handle this i'm having a headache damn <laughs> and i watched action movies in the 2000s yeah
1: same i was saying i watched all the born movies Jeez. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, it's just this really cool, solid, and even when it's not, like, that really action shaky cam that he does, all, all the camera is still really fast, really fluid, like, there's so a lot, I just notice there's a lot of motion to it. It's such like, an odd mix
0: of handheld and yeah, steady.
1: It is, because, like, he, and he has the traditional, you know, still shots of, like, these really pretty scenes and stuff. And there's just really cool effects he does. Like the one where he's sitting there and everything around him is getting blurry too. And same with her like through the fountain when she's just kind of sitting there and everything is moving fast behind her.
0: Yeah, or when she's waiting for the cop to finish
1: his coffee. Yeah, it's so cool his style. So yeah, because when, ha- when, ha- when it's Steadicam, you can tell that it's hand
0: or whatever. But <laughs> Oh, I should also address that we are, wa- uh, for Chungking Express, we watched the Wo- World of Wong kar Way version. The color has been edited and yeah music was added to one scene which was in the theatrical version but not in the dvd but it's now re-added i'm assuming
1: it was rights issues they had to remove it for the first release probably
0: uh people couldn't
1: even find that if it
0: was or wasn't but
1: we just know it was in the theatrical
0: cut yeah it was in the original theater release but non-dvd huh okay
1: go figure but yeah and for that box that it is nice that all of his films are available for an affordable price now because how much is the Criterion blu-ray of this like uh, 200 some dollars now oh
0: by itself the dvd was like uh, 180 bucks used
1: yeah i think it actually went up to like 200 or something like but yeah we can have them affordable but the toss-up is like all of the color timing on the in, every movie in the set has been changed in some way yeah some slightly. more than
0: others we are now watching this version of Fallen Angels. Yeah. I will fight anyone who says otherwise.
1: Yeah, because that was changed a bit too much. They literally like changed like the, the darkness and brightness or whatever, like changed the tint as well. But then they also made some scenes black and white.
0: And changed uh aspect ratios. Yes, and changed aspect ratios
1: for some fucking reason. So we are watching the original version of that. But yeah, just a word of warning if you purchase that
0: set. <laughs> yeah. Uh that and I for there's one other one that was added to Hell, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But in the mood for love, well, apparently, it's fine. It's uh, just tinted more green,
1: which is fine. Yeah, this one was apparently tinted what more blue or something.
0: Yeah, a bit more blue, or even you saw when I showed you the comparison. It it's very much more realistic lighting. Yeah,
1: more like you change the contrast to make it look more realistic. But and another interesting thing, just another side note about the cinematography. You noticed having watched the original version how good this restoration looks. Oh yeah,
0: like... <laughs> which I don't. There is some charm to the older version, like being so fuzzy. Mm. Like it just gives it more of that indie feel. Yeah, but this was
1: very clearly taken from like the original negative.
0: This restoration and like, oh, it's so pretty. It's beautiful to look at, really. <laughs> um, actually, this movie was made because uh, his other film. Hold on.
1: And the sky is gray. And the sky is gray. He
0: was working on Ashes of Time. But that had to be uh, shut down due to certain conditions. And... He, uh, oh, it stopped. It does that sometimes. Okay, I was just making sure. Yeah, it scared me at first too, so... <laughs> but uh, he had a contract with the studio to make two movies. So as he was weighing, they, he was writing this script day by day. This one? Yes. Really? For King Express. So this was literally kind of done on the spot. That's impressive how well it turned out then, honestly. Yeah, it has really good
1: flow. It does. It does. Good pacing and all that too.
0: Which could also explain some of the repetition. Yeah. With the dialogue. And how many days was it shot? Uh twenty seven? Twenty seven, yeah, that's Oh, sorry, twenty-three. A little less than a month. Like,
1: that's impressive. That's super impressive for <laughs> you may not know movies, but yeah, that's an impressive
0: shoot schedule. Yeah,
1: especially considering it was all written on the fly.
0: Like, Jesus. And like a lot of outside shots too. Yeah
1: why are you so good at your job one car away <laughs> oh i'm
0: so excited to watch more of his mo- i've only seen two of his movies i've seen this and fallen angels yep. so the other two on the list i'm very excited to see yes in the move for love and what was the other one uh i think it is ashes of time okay. is the other one
1: and then the move for love is there because everyone says that's his masterpiece yeah whatever, that's his best so. film
0: um but yeah most of the shot like <laughs> You even had a stoner moment with the freaking the ju- jukebox with the CDs twirling and the light. And the lighting where you're just like,
1: whoa.
0: Yeah, literally.
1: <laughs> I didn't even realize I said it so stoner-like, but you're like, man, that was like
0: a really, yeah, it was a really stoner thing. <laughs> I love the shot of uh, 223 and the drug smuggler because they're in orange lighting and there's kind yeah. of currents behind them and through the currents is green to give it this great contrast
1: so pretty that scene also because it's predominantly red but you can see that tint of green in it it's so cool i'd say orange but yeah or orange yeah but
0: <laughs> yeah so technique uh technical wise beautiful
1: film fuck yeah very well put together this was what 94 this came out 94 so again keep in mind too he had to work with actual film film
0: Like,
1: (laughs) and edit with actual film films, so... Jesus (laughs) Christ. I'm so glad that digital editing is now to the point where you can actually make high-quality movies. I am, too. (laughs) Because I've seen editing decks, and I've actually, like, just briefly played around with them. Like, that would have been a pain in the fucking ass. Like
0: i i could not deal with film i couldn't either <laughs> i couldn't either
1: and if you guys don't know the caveats of that just look up how difficult it is it's it's not fun i could explain it but we'd be here all night so i'm not going to <laughs> but yeah that's fantastic um let's talk about the music real quick because all the leaves <laughs> they literally use california dream in eight times we looked it up like
0: <laughs> yeah but well it's supposed to be fucking symbolic man yeah because Faye's a free spirit and she wants to escape her boring life of
1: she wants to go to california and she dreams about it so california dreaming
0: and uh the
1: uh, cranberries
0: yeah the cranberries song is about having a lost love which
1: that place like three times in that second and that's all in the second half too yeah that's all mind the you <laughs> and how long is the movie like two hours it's like two-ish hours yeah so in one hour there is they play that song eight times and the other song three fucking times uh oh, i just had actually it's only
0: 103 minutes
1: okay well there you go
0: <laughs> so like 143
1: but yeah so that that's good and I mean the audio design is really good for the most part so besides this, the, the obvious one we can make fun of everything's really well done like there's not much to say on it really And the, the other choice of music too is just good like just yeah. adds to the atmosphere really like I love the choice of music in the bar
0: and everything mm-hmm. there's a song that plays a lot in the first part but I don't know what it was I don't know the
1: name of it it was that more jazzy horn song I forget the name of it I, I know the song I just forget it
0: it was nice though
1: no that wasn't an oxymoron shut up brain <laughs> I know You're it. An I just <laughs> oh, eh. <laughs> so mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, the characters, even though like over the top. Uh, oh, what's the word for it? We say it multiple times during the movie hopeless romantic hopeless romantic yeah that's kind of the tone of the movie it works it does it's great like the <laughs> it, i just found
1: a lot of the dialogue because of that funny like him being edgy in the first part but then just him talking to his stuffed animals in the second part was hilarious <laughs> like he was like i feel like the the apartment you know has been crying a lot i'm sorry I yeah just mean to,
0: projecting just, so hard <laughs>
1: yes.
0: uh, why are you you so sad Mr. Towel unlike me you should cheer up
1: <laughs> again, it's like it has a purpose because it shows how desperate he is but it's at the same time I just found it really funny <laughs>
0: it is kind of a more interesting way than just having an inner monologue
1: it is yeah to like just kind of show them doing these things but you know what they're doing because it's relatable like i'm sure
0: everyone's done that at some point uh, i need to date someone in order to do that if anyone would like to be my bad relationship <laughs> my phone number is eight four six you don't need a bad ex trust me it's not fucking horrible. but everyone needs a bad ex still, though <laughs> Happened to me twice
1: without going into detail. It's not worth it.
0: In the sky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't hit did you just hit yourself Maybe I did. You know what? Maybe I hit my head on the printer, but you can shut up. You know what? Just be quiet, okay? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, we're never gonna get through this anyway. <laughs> it's fine are we at 30 minutes? oh we did we're at 32 something so
0: <laughs> yeah but thing is, stuff that was cut out probably 30 minutes probably mark. so hey we're good unless i'm adding, yeah. i usually cut out when we <laughs> save the time that's fair i leave it in just for comedy's sake but
1: <laughs> yeah and um honestly again the characters are really well all the actors do a fantastic job with them honestly like they're very distinct i, I love the detective's design i don't know why it was just yeah. the clothes were so stereotypical. It was always like a tie or something. And depending on his mood, it was either pulled down or when I was working, it was like up. But yeah, it was
0: fun casual wear. Yeah, and even with like uh, the somewhat over the top performance or dialogue, they still feel like people, especially the restaurant owner. Oh just, yeah, he's he feel, great. He feels like a man's man. He does. Know? Yeah, <laughs> he's. See, he just seems like he's friendly,
1: gives good advice. Like I don't know, there's something about I him. I'd buy a
0: pizza or yeah, two from
1: him. I know, right? I'd probably buy more just because he's such a good salesman. He's like, "Hey, you want fish and chips with that pizza?" No, not really. Yeah, you do. Have oh. you ever
0: had Asian fish and chips? Oh, that's uh, a very yeah. good point. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> in fact, the whole place is for sale. Like, <laughs> fuck.
0: I guess I'm living in
1: Hong Kong now. And we even pointed out, it's like, how much does his salary have to be in able to order to afford an entire fucking
0: restaurant? Yeah, how like, good was he paid as a cop? My he, God. He caught one guy.
1: Yeah. That's apparently enough. Yeah. It's like, what, does he get $1,000 for each hour he's in jail? Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: Um. I'm trying to think main movie-wise. Because, yeah, technical-wise, it looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. It has such a own oh, stuff it's also just this really good feel of warmth
1: it is yeah like especially that one shot i said like the, the cinematography where she's in the market outside just have this warm summery feel to it
0: yeah it's a very warm movie yeah which is a polar opposite to fallen angels when we got to it yeah you said that felt very fall very cold a very night. cold night yeah <laughs> which is what i liked about it and if you thought this had edgy dialogue oh
1: <laughs> even better okay <laughs> you said that's more of a
0: thriller right
1: kind of sort of it's
0: not a romantic movie yeah what <laughs> sort of it's weird <laughs> also the weirdness of this movie having a timeline because you see characters from both stories cross over yeah it's kind of the fun of it you'll just see them
1: like come
0: by so it's fun for a rewatch too like uh you see um the assassin lady waiting outside of a store and then you see Faye coming out with the garfield plushie Mm -hmm. but it's in it's still in the first part so you're like okay that's weird someone bought a garfield plushie and then you think like (laughs) oh
1: (laughs) yeah oh it was her okay
0: (laughs) i don't know if you can see um the assassin lady in other in the second part actually probably if
1: you're looking really hard if it's not obvious yeah i never looked.
0: maybe she was in the bar when uh cop 663 is there oh it makes sense yeah but yeah it's like just
1: everything else about is just so well done it's like i think that is though the most distinct thing about is the style yeah because other than that it's just it's an anthology romance movie (laughs) like originally
0: it was supposed to be uh three stories but they cut out the third one for time I didn't know that and long Carway felt it just already flowed well enough that's fair do you know what the third one would have been about or not uh no
1: okay I yeah I honestly I couldn't see that it was already like almost two hours so
0: also I think it would have felt a bit long like I love this movie but yeah. it would have felt long it would have
1: overstayed its welcome for sure. <laughs>
0: anyway you want to know how this weirdly relates to the politics of hong kong in the 1990s please tell me that so yeah oh yeah because i had i read a paper on this and wrote about it too um in the 1990s great Britain still owned hong kong Uh. in 97 that was going to expire and then china was going to get it Hence, why uh, there is so much focus on expiration dates in the first half, oh. and how something will be fleeting or lost.
1: Interesting.
0: Or uh, another thing, I forget. So they're just basically counting down from ninety four
1: to ninety seven. They were like,
0: yeah, and that's four seven. Anyway, I four is at least April. Seven, I don't know how reached that to May. Yeah, <laughs> but, um. Or in the second half, the the cop is in an apartment. In his apartment, things are changing, but he doesn't realize it. However, when it floods and things become bad, the old stuff floats back out. Oh. So no matter what, even as things change, the old parts of Hong Kong will come back. So that was kind way. of
1: more symbolism for that. I didn't yeah. even pick up on that. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, you kind of have to know about the politics of the time with oh. Hong Kong.
1: Okay, so. I'd say that's a very subtle way to do that even knowing in the politics. That's a very subtle thing yeah. to do.
0: Yeah. And I just find and uh, this is especially in um Wong Kar-wai's work because of his film 2046, I think it's called, because that's the cuz a different deal happened. I can't go into the politics of it because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But China doesn't technically own Hong Kong at the moment, and that deal will and that separation will end in 2046, which is why he uh, made that movie. Okay. This is always something about his... This is something that's constantly in his work. Is about Hong Kong and... Yeah, because where... he grew up there. He's very attached to the culture of it. I'm sure.
1: I was going to say, how old is he now that like he was making movies in the 90s? Like...
0: Back in the 90s, I was in a very famous TV show. He is 63. He was born in 1958 interesting okay so that's cool yeah but yeah that's just a little bit of the symbolism there and also why you could take that as the cop trying to actively ignore the changes rather than
1: yeah being
0: blind to them so he he was 36 at the time he made this movie I don't feel like doing the math in my head. I'm going to assume you're right for once. I did it on the calculator. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had hope it. I was hoping. Thank you. Thank you so that much. That you could do it in your head, but I... You're fucking... <laughs> I'm... Not... <laughs> <laughs> Just getting mean about yeah, it.
1: But that's interesting. So, yeah. That, so, in all his movies, that's basically a theme. Though. I don't know if
0: it's in all his films, but this one and 2046 are interesting. The more you know. There you go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> But if I had to talk negatives, I think the first part is definitely weaker than the second half.
1: I'd agree with that, definitely. So it's not even just that, you know, I love Faye because I do, but... She's just fun. She's fun. It just, I think just, I don't know. Because the cop character is interesting, but I feel like almost the drug lady's not explored enough,
0: really. She's just kind of there. I think she outweighs him in interestingness. Like, she seems so cool and he's just kind of being way too much of a hopeless romantic
1: yeah it, I, I just feel like i think it focuses too much on him honestly yeah like and he's interesting but yeah i, I, I felt i want to know more about her like more about her life and stuff so
0: he also talks shit to his dog like he does who
1: does that honestly he's your friend yeah he was a good boy he was there panting so oh he looked so happy he in did. He was like, <laughs> his tongue was all hanging out like it was adorable good dog he tried to feed him pineapple he's like would you want some pineapple he was just and He didn't care. He didn't want that
0: pineapple. <laughs> so wait, if it was symbolic of Hong Kong, what was with the pineapples? I would fucking know, Yeah, man. that is
1: a, a theme. Like, sp- it's always specifically pineapples. Like, we got the expiration date and it's stuff like that, but... It was May's favorite food. Okay. All right. <laughs>
0: Makes sense, I guess. The first half isn't bad by any means, but it's not nearly as good as the second half. Mm-hmm. Which is why I like Fallen Angels a bit more, because the entire movie's good. There you go
1: yeah i i enjoyed the hell out of this movie it was great so i i don't know if i like loved it but i just really saw the movie i really enjoyed
0: it so it kind of has i'll say now it kind of has an evangelion effect where it's even at its worst it's like good yeah but a lot of the images or themes or at least the song california Dreaming <laughs> sticks with you for the rest <laughs> of your life yep for sure yeah, definitely recommend giving a
1: watch and you said oh you recommend watching this before fallen angels yes because of stuff that comes back in fallen angels yeah
0: Plus, this one came out first. Yeah, makes sense. And both have very similar feels to the uh, camera work and whatnot. So, yeah,
1: good movie. Definitely recommended. So,
0: anything else you need to say or are we good to do the thing? Uh, I I just like to say that uh, we said we have a lot to talk about. And, again, it's a 40-minute episode.
1: (laughs) Just, (laughs) the curse continues. Good job, gamers. You called
0: it. You called it. Other people could call it too if they'd like to comment on if they the YouTube care. version or That's yell at right. us on Twitter.
1: Also thank you to all our Youtube followers and all that. So yeah, all your Twitter cool. followers. You're you're awesome. Yeah. Especially the, all the people who commented on Lupon. Those always got the most comments. Yeah. So because, like, the fan base is there. It's just not widespread, I feel. As we're recording this, would you like to upload the next Lupin episode on YouTube? Or? I could. It's <laughs> done. I finished editing it in Premiere. I just didn't export
0: it yet. I know. You know so. the, just... Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> I soft upload pretty much all of Fringe too.
0: Mm-hmm. And 3. Yeah.
1: And I actually, on my desktop, I have a list of all the missing episodes. <laughs> so, I'll pull that up afterwards. But um since we are done talking about *Chungking express it is time for the thing that our show is about
0: movies we did that let's well, call cinema roulette i'm out of money i can't gamble tonight damn it <laughs> but we own the casino yeah and no one's been buying Ugh. damn it <laughs> anyway we have a wheel we it's the director wheel we're still on because this was the first of the director's wheel we're gonna watch three more movies off of here and then go back to the sellout wheel full of a bunch of series you you already know and love and you can <laughs> share with your friends to watch the show hooray but director's wheel is full of a bit more interesting stuff oh, it is
1: yeah i'm sorry
0: <laughs> like you know big series get kind of stale but single one-off movies are a lot of fun yeah 'Cause ours has to fucking end them. Anyway. Isn't that right, Marvel, anyway? <laughs> Some point it will end. I don't do we have to dig it, Marvel. Yeah, we do. Yes,
1: we do. We do all the time in fact, so
0: anyways, time's spin, spin. God fucking damn it. Who we get, who we get? Hey, Cameron, how many Kurosawa movies did you fucking put on this? It's Hidden Fortress. Okay, so it's Hidden Fortress. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's Hidden Fortress.
1: So I'm cheating, by the way, because I originally put eight movies, and I still enjoy the other movies that we did, but I feel like, you know, Seven Samurai is three and a half hours. Ran Mm -hmm. is three hours, I think. Mm -hmm. So we're not doing those i'm taking those off so uh stray dogs are still i right? know stray dogs still are. Or Straw dogs. i'll debate that one because i have not seen it so i don't know if it's gonna be good or not like you've been mad all the
0: yeah i i feel weird being like that with kurosawa but i feel like he technical he's fantastic but story-wise yeah. i feel very meh on everything and that's
1: fine because it, it's one of those things where it it, it kind of has been done since then yeah. like but he was the one that kind of pioneered that it's kind of the classic movie syndrome
0: i feel where you can see what's respectable yeah. about it, but as time has gone on people have yeah. done better sorry uh, uh the who are now foaming at the yeah
1: out. that's fine again i love Kurosawa. i'm a huge Kurosawa fan i own all the ones we have on blu-ray on here the ones that are available at least but yeah it just it, it, again i still enjoy them i still watch them every once in a while just because it's just a solid vibe i really enjoy but it's one of those things where i i have now upon rewatching them noticed a couple
0: of issues with them yeah and they're just kind of hard to talk about they
1: are just because they are good like that's the problem with talking about good movies it's you don't have much to say besides it's
0: good yeah and i we don't mean like all just good bad we're talking like where it's not average it's not great it's just fine it's It's a solid movie and there's no and there's nothing
1: wrong with that that will be a whole nother tangent we will go on on one episode but yeah. yeah i think that is on the
0: topic wheel. it is on the
1: topic wheel i know that
0: <laughs> so and we'll replace uh ran and seven samurai with something else yeah from one of the art directors We're, we'll figure that out yep so uh d- d- we've only
1: so that will mean we've only done one extra kira's movie yep there you go
0: still mad that's fine so are we good? I, 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 uh, I is understand. the Hidden Fortress Oh wait, is the Hidden Fortress in black and white? All the leaves are gray. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cinema Roulette. If you want to interact with the show more, you can follow us on Twitter at Roulette Cinema. If you wish to follow our hosts, Justin is at JKPancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at Cameron Picks Inc on Twitter. If you wish to watch a video version of the podcast, it can be found on the YouTube channel, Cam Cam. Thanks again to Teller's Place for making the base art for all of our thumbnails. And if you enjoyed the show, please remember to subscribe or rate on whatever podcast app you use.